Paul, who mm. is in charge and shall always be in charge? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in Large Marge. <laughs> was it Large Marge? I think I think he might be Large Marge. That's what I heard on the wireless the other day. It sounds right. Yeah. Like it sounds familiar. Like a thing I might have known, yeah. but not known. If you get my meaning. They, you hear it in songs, Paul. You hear it in the laughter of every child. Large Marge in charge. Large Marge in yeah. charge. And every skinhead on the corner. <laughs> oh, Roger George. Yes. Jesus. Hey, Greaser. And he goes, Oh, do you want to get a cappuccino with me? Yeah, yeah, sure. Why and me? that's how we won. Yeah. <laughs> By we, I mean all of us together. Yeah. We compromised. We only beat up some of the minorities. <laughs> and the rest joined in as well. And so it was all yeah. good. Thanks, world. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, large March. That was the worst intro yet. <laughs> that is going through a massive transition and could really use your help. I'm Paul, the princess entertainer. I'm what they say about prudes. <laughs> what do they say about prudes? Don't just leave me hanging there, film. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> you know what they say about prudes, end of scene. <laughs> it never happens in movies, does it? Well, you know what they say. Yeah, I do. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me what they say about prudes. Thank you for taking us seriously, director and writer. <laughs> Uh, we are still in 2021, both in terms of this season of films that we're doing, but also... Ah! <laughs> so, let's continue our quest Ow. to find the best things in the uh, worst-reviewed movies of the year so far. That was the Sorry. worst that you ever did. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, never change. <laughs> we're <laughs> uh, we're going to continue with Anna Elizabeth James's Deadly Illusions. Yes. You're Mary Morrison, best-selling author. I haven't written in a while. What you need is a full-time sitter. The girls she recruits cook, they clean, everything. I think that you will be very pleased with what we can offer. I'm Grace. Hi, Grace. She can't be real. You are a godsend. You don't have to take care of the kids and me. I know, but I like to. is her plan. Get you hooked on her so that she can take everything. You hurt me? That's hilarious. <laughs> Tagline, a new novel is being written and Grace is here to help. A new novel. Oh, brilliant. We've been waiting for that. There's a new novel being written. <laughs> We've been waiting so long for a new novel. Oh, shit. I I've read all the novels. <laughs> so this is really good news. Read Agatha Christie's Poirot number two and... <laughs> Smoke on the Water That's a novel <laughs> That is a novel I'm pretty sure I found that out I didn't think it was um, So I hadn't read that novel But then I found out It was a novel So I read yeah. it And now I've read <laughs> well, The novels are done And I like them I really like novels So I'm glad there's a new one Getting rid of <laughs> I, got, I got a lot of good to say About novels And you know There's, there's not enough <laughs> I'm gonna This is my hot take <laughs> Oh shit Some people said There have been enough Yeah <laughs> They say that's done Yeah They're jaded Library's full mate They're, j they're jaded And it's like <laughs> I don't know. It's like there's like fans of the Smiths, but of the Smiths version of the novel. Don't want any more. It's good enough. Oh, yeah, I'm a fan of the Smiths. The music, right? The music, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anna Elizabeth James, the stay-at-home mom, uh, turned filmmaker, previously directed Emma's Chance and Destined to Ride, neither of which seem to have been reviewed by critics. So okay. this is a inauspicious introduction to the wider film world fresh for us um here is hoping that her next film sinister sorority can get people back on side mm. it's an Enid blighton so. adaptation <laughs> fuck that was her sexiest one <laughs> fuck yeah enid and i thought it was the faraway tree <laughs> get a little well, closer tree critics like this film like a two million dollar advance on a book you get the fuck out of my house <laughs> you lied to me kiyoki <laughs> shame for shame kiyoki <laughs> why kiyoki Oh, Natasha Alvar at Cultured Vultures, that's good, mm. uh, said, it's like someone looked up the formula of an erotic thriller and decided it was too much work, so they made it this, they made this film instead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a different film. 
I mean, you can say that about anything. No Country for Old Men. It's like they looked up how to make a musical and decided not to do that and did this instead. <laughs> You're right, they are pricks. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's nothing like a musical. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they were intending. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I don't need to look it up. Public, meanwhile, well, it didn't have any Avengers in it. So um, the reviews oh, okay. tended to be a bit more um, as you'd expect. Jezza <laughs> from the 80s Wilson sounds good already at Google. I'm liking this. Yep. Oh, boy. Says uh, this is well worth the epic one star rating. The writer and director should be placed under house arrest until permanent prevention orders are in place that forbids them from being within 50 miles radius of a movie script or set. It's the Yafar Panahi treatment. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I don't think she understands what a film is. <laughs> Or why the law's Additional there. prevention should be applied to stop any of their ideas being transmitted electronically or by any other means, cake. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> if you love cringy Jesus. dumbness, then this is then this is the move for you. Uh, it even makes the five bloods look good. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking eclectic choice. <laughs> what an ending. Yeah. Look, if you're gonna hugely undermine the value of your own opinion, it would really save a lot of time if you did it up front. <laughs> It just, the, it just seems like a really weird the plug. The weirdest pull. Yeah. Yeah, this is the worst film since The Five Blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like someone has just, that's their, that's been their life for the last year. They saw The, the Five Bloods <laughs> and just could not get over it. The twist is, though, Lady Doth protest too much. And they actually, <gasps> favourite film. It's actually, it's actually Spike Lee. I, was all, I almost it's, said it's Spike a... Jones, which would have been a confusing twist. <laughs> a different film. Yeah. Very much like in a Spike Jones movie. Yeah. It's actually it's Isaiah Whitlock Jr. Just um This movie is fuck. That's his thing, right? Yeah. That's that's I the thing he the does. Wire. He's the one who does the yeah. thing. He yeah, I, I mean, love the wire. You you did the you just made the joke of oh, I've seen him in one thing, so that must be the thing he does. That's the thing he does in all the things he's in. That's what he's known for. Yeah, and true. his character <laughs> is just he does that. <laughs> and I love it personally. <laughs> I love it more than novels. So <laughs> novel. The film has <laughs> novel. The film has 15% on Rotten Tomatoes and 3.7 on IMDb. Yeah. No word on box office, but apparently it was the most watched film on Netflix in its opening weekend. Huh. Well, there you go. Being the living shit out of Bo Burns inside. <laughs> that was probably many weeks earlier. Oh, well, it's not a film, is it? It's not a film. So, Paul, <laughs> you actual writer. Uh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Yay. That's how I respond to when things turn me on. Yay. <laughs> What's one thing about Deadly Illusions that made you want to not ever even talk about it? Oh, Jesus, Paul. Well, it's got it's got Charlotte from Sex and the City in it. I Charlotte? love Charlotte from Sex and the City. Uh-huh. She was my Char- fourth favourite of that group. <laughs> it's a competitive list, but she made it. <laughs> she got on there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and she's dis- displaying a lot of good handwork in the opening scenes, her and the dad. Like they both know how to communicate with their kids in, in, in gesture form. Oh, I love it. And, That's handy yeah. because she's never going to fucking talk to them in this movie. Yeah. Well, she hasn't got time. She's a busy, busy writer. <laughs> she's a busy writer in this one. Yeah. She's supposed to be likable. It's just hard, hard to tell. Anyway. It is, it is hard to tell. She's, yeah. still, she's still very much Charlotte, you know, appalled by everything. Literally yeah. says, I mean, between the school committees and then the twin schedule, it's just, it gets so hectic. I don't know how I ever worked. She's got a big house to walk around. Similar to the first line from last week's film. <laughs> I don't know what people do because I don't need to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're on board. She's, she's, yeah. she's getting a visit from um, her agent or publisher? just the, the guy that she... Yeah, the publisher, yeah. I suppose. Um, and, my, my God, those, those thieves and sneaks, Paul. Oh they've, my God. they've come in with a, with a despicable offer. No, um, get out of my house, no. you bloodsuckers. What, what is this? We have an offer for you. One, I think. The numbers, they make sense. One more book in the series and we can make it over the edge. Get through the transition. Stop, 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 stop right now. Uh, This is not what I thought we were meeting about. You misled me, Kiyoki. I thought, I thought this was something totally different. Mary, I just trying to- You've been through this before. You're gonna find a way out. I know you will, okay? Mary. Mary, I assure you, we've- and yeah, she's, she shames this lovely man. <laughs> yeah, this lovely man. It's nothing but lovely. There's some just great flowing dialogue between them all. I, I really like it. And yeah, they make her an advance that she literally doesn't even need to look at. Yeah. If anyone offered me any amount of money, 
for anything. I would say yes before looking at the money, but I would look at the money. You'd say yes, then you'd look at the money, and then you'd ask what this is for. Then you'd make sure they heard you say yes. <laughs> <laughs> and not let go until they acknowledge that. Um, and then yeah. leave this in writing. So um, so they, they go away, shamed. Uh, yeah. Not before the, the, the woman of the team points out <laughs> the fact that uh, Charlotte's not the nicest of people. And, and she had this past of... Uh, yeah. Uh, like, like like slandering people to get to where she was and yeah. uh she oh she's challenging her on this and uh mm. is this going to come up no no Not again must be nice not to have to worry about your children whether or not they'll have a roof over their head or a good school to attend you're mary morrison best-selling author yet there was a time when mary couldn't even get one publisher to read her work so she resorted to writing salacious stories and now gets to sit back and rake in residuals without a single thought to how she got there or who put her there. I am right, aren't I? You know nothing about me. You don't know what you're talking about and you should be fired. And I also like the fact that Charlotte very much stopped and waited for that dressing down by a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let's hear her out. Oh, she's a masochist. Well, that's interesting. Will that come up? <laughs> Well, no, that might come. No. So, well, I mean, that might be in as much as she is married to Mister Not So Big, <laughs> and he has gambled away half of their fortune, which is terrible mm. because he swore he would never do that again. <laughs> because this time, it really, really wasn't a pyramid scheme. <laughs> it was definitely a multi-level marketing <laughs> opportunity. Um, sure of it this time. But, he had a dictionary and everything. But he was. He, he I, was I, I, I dictionaried every single one of those words. <laughs> Didn't do it together though, did you? None of them said pyramid. There was nothing about the Egyptians. <laughs> so I don't know what you want from me, Charlotte. <laughs> I'm just a I'm just a man trying to get what's his after being in that Julia <laughs> Roberts movie. I just can't stand the idea that you're making most of the money. <laughs> it's outrageous. <laughs> At any rate, we need to do something. Oh, you've got this uh, yeah. advance for two million dollars. <laughs> oh yeah. How about that? I wasn't going to tell you that. Yeah. You really? I feel like you super should. Look, I didn't even look at it. I've just come in from the other room. Do you know how long it took me to do that? So <laughs> It's night now. So she's got to write, yeah. and she can't be looking after her kids, and she can't be doing, she can't be lifting things, so she's got to get a nanny. Well, she talks to her supportive black friend, who tells her, yes, you should get a nanny, which is definitely something I can relate to. I've been thinking about taking on more staff myself. Yeah. <laughs> just to hold up one ball. Just to hold up one ball. I can't be managing both of these things. Jesus. <laughs> My whole day lately. They're so big it takes Charlotte a, day, a week to walk from one to the other. <laughs> Several transition shots. <laughs> so she goes to the excellent agency where the nannies come from. Yeah. And yeah, they introduce her to some of the orphans that she'll be taking this <laughs> member of staff away from. <laughs> Look how good the security system is that we used to lock them away. Is yeah. that going to come up again? No, but we really do secure these orphans. <laughs> Look at that. We lock that shit yeah. down. It, I mean, that won't come up, but the fact that you can see that will come up. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact they needed this to establish there's a security camera in the same room as the orphans. Yeah. Which is, which is, <laughs> What's this? you know, it's due diligence. Hey, hey, Matilda, come here, come here. Okay, stop, sweetie. Do you see that? And there's like four red dots on her forehead. <laughs> <laughs> you move a fucking inch. <laughs> do you want me to call her again? I won't tell her to stop this time. See what happens. See what happens. Do you want me to do it? I can do it. Did it twice before lunch today. You know what? I'm good. <laughs> Two of those, two of those assassins—the real parents. <laughs> I suppose you'll figure out which ones by the time. <laughs> Will they miss? Fucking try me. Oh, but look, our nannies are so good. Oh my They're god, all Paul. students who are paying Ivy their tuitions in interesting ways. Ivy League. My god, these are good nannies. Oh, are you going to send over a couple of those to for me to interview? I was thinking of a menagerie of weirdos, actually. Yeah. A menag okay. a menagerie of weirdos who aren't. Like, any weirder than the yeah. people I know. Um, yeah, weirdos by the standards of um, Charlotte yeah. from Sex in the City. One of them uses hand sanitizer, and another enjoys interior lighting. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Oh my god, I love your house. It has the best lighting ever. It's great for photos. I recently got engaged, so I'm kind of using this as a learning curve for myself. I one little boy brother. Total monster. I'm just so thankful for this opportunity to be here. Because I love kids, mm -hmm. and I'm just so excited to share the word of God with your little lambs. And I'm also a princess entertainer. Okay. I actually have my tail in the car. And, and anyway, um, 
we we got um, the audition reel from Charlotte where she cocks her head and does a bit of a weird look. So we use that thirteen times in the next scene. And yeah. uh, <laughs> let's use that for the whole movie. <laughs> and there, it's it's very hallmark at this stage. And there's not a single good nanny pool. What are we gonna there's do? None. Well, she calls her husband and is actually he's out walking his briefcase around. <laughs> and he says, well, look, it's going to be difficult because you're the best mother. Literally, no one can replace you. Oh, wait, there's someone at the door. Let me find out who that is. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, anyway, um, it's, it's a nanny, probably. Um, yeah. It's a total nanny. She, she woman in the windows it. She, um, she, she <laughs> identifies the woman before she has a chance of identifying herself. She clearly hasn't seen woman Always in the window. The but as a writer of crime <laughs> thrillers, have. it really does seem like she should have been a bit more suspicious. We needed Woman in the Windows character in this and Kristen Davis in Woman in the Window, I think, would have been better for everybody. That's all I'm saying. I think, yeah, we could all get behind that. I think so. So she welcomes her in. Yeah. And says, I'm just going to go make some tea. Oh, great. I'll crack open a novel. <laughs> it's the only way you get to finish them is you read when you have time, whenever you have time. And yeah, well, thank, thank God says Charlotte. That's, this yeah. is what we need. We need more people reading books, uh, says an act- uh, writer yeah. and director who has produced the first ever iPhone series. <laughs> also, she just says, Gosh, I think it would be amazing for them to see a young person reading an actual book. Lord knows we need more of that these days. <laughs> it's so good to see a young person reading an actual book. Ha ha ha, you're a crime writer, right? <laughs> You write the ones with the matching covers. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it's it. It's just our generation, Paul. It's just... Oh. Been spoiled, Paul. Never read... When was the last time you read an actual book? Paul. It wasn't like the how to use your iPhone. I've been busy scooping out avocados with my copy of Recherche de Tom Perdue, and, and <laughs> that's given me no time to read Bones. <laughs> the novelization of Bones. We've all been it was desperately a, waiting for. Originally, a not a not a crime series by Kathy Rikes. So I mean, like, oh yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> so the other way around, but we could say that she is a novelization of the series. Just to no, really they definitely novelized Bones, Kathy and they they regularly mistake mistakenly write David Boreanaz instead of whatever the Bones character is called. <laughs> it's a really ha- rush job. Not not <laughs> worth reading. I can't I can't endorse it. So, but you wrote it. <laughs> Stay away. <Just> definitely. <laughs> Look, she's going to impress her now with her um, ability to quote books and this amazing passage that she's memorized. Yeah. There's this quote, the mother of the main character, she hangs in the house. It has nothing to do with the main plot, but the way to be happy is to be good. (laughs) When can you start? (laughs) I I, uh, thank God that quote was, uh, was short because my attention span is shot to pieces. I'm a mother. <laughs> well, the kids come home. <laughs> and um, one of them's got a drawing. Yeah. And she says, oh, let me see it. Is that a drawing? Can I see it? So then the elephant says to the zookeeper, how dare you throw mud on me like that? <laughs> okay. And then the elephant says, yeah. don't, sp- don't fucking tell me about my art. <laughs> you misread the scene entirely, especially Bitch. the character of elephant. <laughs> elephant actually had fewer layers than you thought. <laughs> It's, an, it's symbolic of the can't way it, I feel right now in front of you. Can't it just be a picture of an elephant? Why does everything have to come down to socialism? <clears throat> but but anyway, uh, Kristen Davis walks in uh, just at the beginning of the finishing a joke and everybody laughing uh, nonsen- yeah. nonsensically scene. And she's super yeah. impressed that she's managed to get the kids on board because they didn't do not trust anybody at this stage. Um, no, they're very weary kids. They've yeah. been hurt. They've been hurt deep by their bad parenting. <laughs> so, so she's on bored now she's hired you're hired first day pool party yeah <laughs> do you want to borrow one of my bathing suits okay intense close-up on her face for the reaction sure <laughs> seems Great. seems fine here's my skimpy bathing suit oh my god that bathing suit is so skimpy you're a threat to me my <laughs> you're a real hoe you know that <laughs> she skimpily meets the husband skank paul i have a question for you are we at the end <laughs> <laughs> i think we might be nearly at the end of the beginning it's <laughs> a long time to go, and okay. God, how, this this is where it gets hard to say specifically what happened beyond. Yeah. A, it's a series of w- weird, like weird interactions, uh, and, yes. and, and Charlotte trying to, um, you know, it's not called Charlotte in the movie, but Charlotte is, is like she takes her clothes shopping and takes her bra well, shopping. She takes her, she takes her underwear shopping, and I hate how common that is. I hated <laughs> doing that with my boss. <laughs> 
But oh my god, the woman I insisted on shopping for underwear with has just brazen, brazenly shown me her breasts. Yeah. She's such a fret. Such a strumpet. Oh wait, hang on. That's that's actually sexual tension they're trying to do between the two yeah. of them. Exciting, isn't it? That's what all the staring has been about. I'm excited yeah. now. This is I'm aroused by the potential of this now. Oh boy, um, it's a good thing that potential is so arousing uh, <laughs> because then we have. <laughs> yeah, yeah m- multiple scenes well, like this the, the some family scenes yes. where yeah she is a super good nanny everybody she's she's so oh, she's a very good. good nanny and the parents just get to just dissociate this... a little bit more yeah that's great there's a scene where um she seeks comfort in her husband having having seen the nanny's young yeah. body and uh the husband has some amazing things that men do just spontaneously say to their wives sometimes you know what really gets me off what i find most exciting your brilliance. You're not only hot and perfect, but you're the most amazing mother to our children. And you have the most creative and intuitive mind that I've ever interacted with. I have the pleasure of living with that mind every day of my life. Fuck, that was realistic. Nell actually came in from the other room and was like, no, did you say a- something? <laughs> no, I just, Sorry, I was no, just saying weird, that... But I was just saying that you're one of the most brilliant minds I've ever interacted with. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Ah. <laughs> one of the most brilliant minds I've ever what interacted done. <laughs> that was so coherent for you. At this, unfortunately, that lovely scene gets interrupted because the nanny comes in. <gasps> the stranger I hired to raise my kids has just walked into our bedroom. This is over the line. <laughs> You're on thin ice, Jenny. She genuinely interacts with her kids twice in this movie. I wrote them down. <laughs> and one of those was, was a silent hand gesture. <laughs> one of them was, I'm sorry for yelling at you. <laughs> Mummy's oh, been very God. busy, okay? Mummy's been very busy. She's, she's a lot of... Just put down your phone. I'm not on my phone. Oh. Well, pick it up. <laughs> pick it up, put it down. I dare you. There's a, there's a steamy pool scene, and then they go and uh, put on a record and jump up and down like lesbians <laughs> do. A steamy pool scene in the fucking blistering <laughs> cold, it looks like. They're <laughs> visibly shivering and crying. Yeah. God, it was a really <laughs> unpleasant looking day. Should we wait for sun or get in some lighting? Look, it's hard to have... Kinky lesbian action. Well, Ammonite. Yeah. 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 Look, if you're not from the north of England, you don't know the eroticism of trying to fuck in minus 10 degree weather. There's there's something about, like, peeling away the ruddy beachwear to to (laughs) get the the peach underneath. Yeah, there's something about reaching into several pairs of trousers in order to try and have a go at some genitals. (laughs) Think clothes that have been trussed to (laughs) de-trust them. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, they jump about in what reminded me yep. weirdly of a bigger splash, and uh, yes, and, and just as goodly, and uh, yeah, they have an intimate moment, which you know, or did they? Or, or did they? Yes, so they have a black swan style interaction, but way more amicable. Yeah. Let's not talk about what we did. What did we do? Yeah, great. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. great. Okay. <laughs> what happened the other day could never happen again, and. I don't think that we should even talk about it. What happened? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, okay, good, good. All right, let's go back. And at that point, you've had the thought, oh, should I actually just clarify what what we're not going to be talking about? (laughs) And then the moment's gone, just keep smiling. Yeah, just to be clear, I will never be fucking with you if I do that. If you ever say to me, hey, let's not talk about the thing. What thing? That a boy. <laughs> I will never do that. I'm yeah. genuinely asking every time. I'm never going to be cute like that. Yeah. Just be like, what thing? Wink. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if if you say that, you, you you better have that cold fish out to slap me in the face. Because if not, I'm just going to be you know waiting for the punchline. You know I will. You know, I know you will. And that's 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 what <laughs> makes us what we are. Yeah. Well, Charlotte's got a similar um, person in her life because she's got supportive black friend who doesn't have much going on of her own. They should make yeah. a trope of that. Seems like it could be a good thing. I've seen that before. Yeah, but she sees nanny and husband together in a car. There's no legitimate reason that might happen. No, but uh, is this when they she they they go to dinner and she gets to have a little <laughs> conversation with a with a well, it's kind of with a black friend, but then with black friend's husband. Yes, with the fundraising dinner that seems to consist of four people. Although I think the idea is that the rest of the party is also a fundraiser, oh, okay. but the hosts are sat together. Apart from I everyone see. else. The, the, or every table is an individual fundraiser, and only the table <laughs> that gets the most funds wins and gets to fund well, their, their project. All four of us showed up. We win. Average? <laughs> yeah. What's it for? Orphans? I don't fucking know. No, I don't care. 
and everyone else is like we shouldn't have invited more than four people always going to lose always going to lose the <laughs> fund game well the problem is if you get five people to a fundraiser everybody assumes that everyone else donated and so yeah three's a nobody crowd done it. four is perfect two's company three's a crowd four's a fundraiser <laughs> <laughs> five's not a fundraiser six is a bigger <laughs> crowd seven's a larger fundraiser so yeah <laughs> the interaction with the with the husband happens yeah um she's talking about how she's 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 got writer's block she's really struggling with this with this book because yeah. when she wrote her her best book uh, which is the the second book, I think, what the husband says. Um, yeah. She says, "Well, I was in a really dark place, you know, and now I'm happy. I can't, I can't go back to that. And you know, what what am I yeah. supposed to do?" The second book was amazing. Like I couldn't guess the killer <laughs> until the very end. Well, book four has to be my favorite. Yeah, you and everybody else. But can I tell you something? I wrote that book at one of the darkest times in my life, and so now, you know, it's it's not that easy. I love all the twists and turns. Couldn't figure out who the killer was until the very end. Okay, well, look, your wife and my husband are dancing. I suggest we kill each other. <laughs> Just end it here. Oh, God. Well, things aren't easy for her being a writer because back home, one of her terrible children tries to approach Charlotte for the first time since the intro and is oh, correctly Christ. reprimanded physically by the yep. nanny and the husband. You are not allowed to disturb her, Sam. Ouch, that hurts. Grace is right. I know you miss her, but listen, bud. We're going to support your mom by letting her work, okay? She's writing! <laughs> she was right to punish you, Spawn. <laughs> Away with you before your presence <laughs> taints my mine eyes. Well, speaking of taint, the um, <laughs> they're going to go on a lovely picnic together. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, hang on, sorry, my alarm is going off. Um, she comes bounding out of the house yelling, I hope you like sprouts on your sandwich. What a fucking gamble that is! <laughs> That is the first hint that she's insane. Jesus Christ. I mean... I would I would want that written before I do that. I know what they mean is a sprouted, you know, something. It's like microcress or something. But as an Englishman, obviously the image that conjures is... <laughs> it's Brussels sprouts shoved <laughs> into a sandwich. Into Wonder Bread. Lots of butter. <laughs> oh, you got to butter it, mate. <laughs> so, butter sprouts? Yeah. They go for a totally normal evening picnic by a lake. A lake. I do it with my boss all the time. <laughs> she quotes another three words. From a <laughs> and that gets her hot. So they they snog. I think actually this time. Yeah. But oh no, somebody slashed their tires. Homophobes probably. Maybe if this is applicable. <laughs> Just in maybe case. Maybe if what happened happened and what happened. I don't know. Oh, I don't mind. Can't tell if something I disapprove of is happening here. So I I will hypothetically slash these tires. <laughs> It's, it's better to err on the side of caution and just slash those tires. Yeah. Because you don't know how deviants they could be. They go home. She gets nauseous and goes to bed, possibly having been poisoned by Nanny. Yeah. After getting a bit of oars. By Mr. Kitchen, Nanny. By Mr. Nanny. He's, he's lurking around. He's a threat to everyone, especially dogs. Yeah. Um, she goes to bed, but later on she gets woken up by noises. Not that mm. hard. Slower. Slower. Oh, my God. He's licking her belly button. <laughs> Not that he, hard. He's licking where I thought the vagina was when I was a child. <laughs> he's very excited to find out otherwise. Yeah. Um. He he can't wait, and uh, yeah. I mean that's why she's in charge, and she 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 does. She will always him. be in charge. Yeah. Who's in charge? I said, who's in charge, and will always be in charge. <laughs> say it. Say the name of the woman who will always be in charge and is sitting on you. Say it, <laughs> which is me, my name. Yeah. Um, and, and as Charlotte passes out, she says, don't worry, she won't remember. Should have waited, <laughs> giving it a second. Oh, shit. So, yeah, they, um, they, she wakes up the next morning and yeah. comes to dinner and everything seems fine. Yeah. Until she decides to start screaming. Teacher says a bad dream is actually a nightmare. You and my husband were fucking Mary. over there on the counter. Damn it. It was so real. It was so real. Wait, it was so real. Do you think it was a dream? Are you mad that you had a dream? <laughs> You're screaming in front of your kids. Yeah, and if, if that's the case, why did you, why did you yell it out? And if you do think it's real, why did you just shoot? Why did you like undercut your own confidence there and immediately <laughs> assume they were going to tell you it was a dream? <laughs> the, the, the... You always tell me it's a dream. <laughs> you said everything's a dream. You said this is a dream. You said that when I woke up and came to you and kissed you. This is a dream. <laughs> Don't worry about it. 
You know, the, the most troubling thing is the fact that she counts this as an interaction with a kid. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Well, look, See, I do on. spend quality time, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> she calls up that chick. See? What? Who is this? <laughs> Who are you? Later on, seemingly all has been forgiven, but she says, hey, remember that dream I had about you fucking the nanny? Well, I feel like I've been supporting you too much. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's talk about that, I guess. That part know, of it. In, like, factually, yes, she should be reacting like that, but... <laughs> Nothing that happened in the film, including him telling her all of the stupid <laughs> shit he did, communicated to me that this was going to happen. I'll tell you what, though, Paul. Oh? Time for a twist. I'm ready the for this. The agency didn't send the nanny. <gasps> that literally couldn't happen. Oh, my God. Some... <laughs> How is she paying her? This would have been somehow... She'd have called up the agency and been like, yeah, I'll take this one, please. Like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anything. Any interaction. Well... Anyway, time for a woman in the window slash con- inconceivable. Um, <laughs> that's b- big I and lowercase I. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, like investi- investiga scene. Yay! The bit where she goes to the library and finds out way more than she should be able to find yeah, out. Yeah, legally. <laughs> well, they, they, they did cut she the two up. other librarians she tried to get the information on before going to a 90-year-old who was just happy for the company. <laughs> she literally starts the scene by saying, you don't even know your friend's name. No, but I know a book she took out. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, it's, it's obviously Let me tell you bitch. where her aunt lives. <laughs> yeah, oh, great. And, and this is when we finally get the scene that everybody's been waiting for. The justification <laughs> that um, she was abused as a child, so that's why she's evil. Oh, good. Yeah, that comes from the aunt. This is after, incidentally, you find out the supportive black friend who doesn't have much going on is obviously dead for a while. Yeah. Oh, we should definitely make that a trope. Maybe it could be the main thing that black people get to do in movies. That could be good. I mean, it would give, yeah. give them more jobs. That's nice. Yeah, absolutely. Well, because there's a lot of white folk out there who could really do with a supportive friend with not much going on. <laughs> Charlotte Paint passes out and wakes up in hospital. And oh, yay, crazy, crazily suspicious cops are a two-man. <laughs> you did it, you bitch. Because it turns out the killer wore a flawless um, Charlotte disguise. Yeah. <laughs> when oh, she did it and she definitely did it and her <laughs> fingerprints are all over it and all over the scissors yeah. that were used um the family scissors and yeah uh, yeah there's poss- no no yeah. one else possibly who could have done it this is Absolutely due diligence not. from the policeman <laughs> and the husband says look they think that you might have cut the bike tires on that night why are they investigating that what what happens simultaneously to that that requires police investigation <laughs> no they compared a knife to the switchblade why they had the murder weapon, the, knife, the scissors in her neck. What, what are they doing? They're just going around the house looking for things that have been cut. <laughs> Ooh, these tires. <laughs> they also think you didn't do a very good job of painting the back wall in the, in the library. <laughs> what is this? They, they, Who they are these a, people? Found some leaves in the pool and some <laughs> shit on the street outside. <laughs> a different house. And they're pretty sure it's you. You're going down for all of it, love. And there was a recount of the Gore Kerry election. Uh, Gore <laughs> Kerry. Fucking, I wish. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not going to correct that. Everyone else knows. Everyone knows what I mean. I really wish Al Gore had won his election for many reasons, but the chief one is so that everyone at the end could have said, Gore, more years. <laughs> oh, fuck. That would have been amazing. <laughs> or four more Gore. Four more Gore. That's true. Four more, four gore, more, more gore years. The dark lands of four more Gore. <laughs> Do what you did for our D&D campaign and make a map out of his face. My face. <laughs> she, yes, at this stage she visits the, the the aunt and knocks on the door and says, look, I drove two hours to get here. Can I use your restroom? No, I need much more information than that. <laughs> Why did you drive two hours to get here? Well, she starts off Who with, are you? do you like, do you know Grace? What can you tell me about Grace? I'm not going to tell you yeah. anything. Oh, okay. Well, I, pretend I didn't say that. <laughs> okay. I would very much like to wee in your toilet. What? Well, <laughs> uh, Grace, you say, uh, and you come. <laughs> Yeah, so the aunt is hostile and weird and full of useful facts. Yeah. For Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. So she finds out that the suspicious nanny is an imposter. Uh, oh, we knew that. But we didn't know exactly how. Yes. <gasps> She's mentally ill, you say. Well, best get home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so back home, the nanny and the husband are having an interaction where Grace comes dressed as the cover of every erotic thriller. This might yeah. be happening. I don't <laughs> genuinely know. It's the, hard to say. There's an awkward fight and the husband gets knife to bunch. Yeah. Charlotte reacts to her stabbed husband very much like a friend in a cute new dress. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Who, who, who made this? 
So, yes, we're doing split personalities or possibly demonic possession. I don't want to rule anything out yet, but... It's, it's best not to. Killer bitch. I don't want you, please. Please don't beat me. You have to kill her. She betrayed you. She doesn't love you. Yes, yes, she does. There is another personality inside of Grace. Yes. There's a thrilling and... chase scene for a kitchen. Yeah. A chopping board gets gently tipped over and a fridge is opened. It's chaos. And with no nanny left to clean it up, what's she going to do? Oh, shit. That gave me very big anxiety. <laughs> so it looks like the killer has the upper hand, but then she doesn't. And the movie ends. Yeah. Hooray. Um, <laughs> she, she's, she's okay. She's in a hospital. And uh, Charlotte goes to visit her. And the movie yeah. ends with um, with a, <gasps> a woman in a flawless and, uh, and flawless <laughs> uh, Charlotte disguise going out. Yeah. Bonked her over the head. I, I'm not convinced that that's Grace, though, because the fun, the walk she was doing isn't funny enough. <laughs> isn't uh i've never worn heels before funny enough <laughs> oh god then the movie does end and there's a sequel being developed apparently so we can all look forward to that oh great tune in tune in next year <laughs> tune in next week so paul what did you think of deadly illusions Ooh. oh paul it was the, the problem is we saw inconceivable recently Mm. And it's it's pretty much the same film. It's just this doesn't have Nicolas Cage or Gina Gershon or Faye Dunaway in. Yeah. Um. It it has uh, Kristen Davis who is is n- not right for the role. I don't think. Well, she's not very good, and I'm no. a little worried about Kristen Davis because oh, I didn't say she's a Threeman. Oh Christ! Congratulations. Chris- she was in one of the Christmas movies. Um, what was the one where they're across the street? Chris. Uh, Dead the Halls. Oh Christ. Yeah, really? she's in Debt the Halls, Sex and City that. 2, and um, yeah, here she is. Listen. Oh, free to a man, free in a bush, free, free, yo. Films are shit, mate. So she's not great in this. No. <gasps> oh my god! Um, no, the she's not. The line delivery is often hilarious. Yeah. She's Which... got two modes, smiley and upbeat, which includes no. her being aroused, and... Mm-hmm. um. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's and that's the two modes. The arousal is always always making me think of Charlotte. Um, from <laughs> just the the noises, the ooh, and and you know, and, Yay. and so on. Oh, that's so nice. Better. Yay! <laughs> yeah, yay! And there's some weird reverb in there as well. And gotta love the fucking <laughs> reverb. Oh um, god. But it, it it it's not helped. the The script she has is is not good, and no. the uh, the, the story itself the story itself is is really derivative. It's yeah. it, it's not giving me anything new, at all. No. Um. At least inconceivable had Nicolas Cage. Uh, <laughs> had Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And it had a wonderful uh, turn by Gina Gershon. Whoever played the nanny in that was fantastic. So yeah, it's not just that though. There's also Twixt in terms of the whole author is beginning to believe that their writing is real thing. Yeah, the there's Dogheads, my novel that's available online for five dollars <laughs> or that or more. Um, Absolutely, the the boy next door and the woman next door. Anyone next door, there's yeah. similar plot beats too. Yeah, Dennis the Menace, he lived next door. Um, <laughs> oh shit, they all links in. Yeah, and it's on See, LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, for everyone to see, and that's why I should <laughs> I should get the job. Endorse this of, movie of, for shit. A f- film thought troller, and um, yeah. So th- yeah. the the main thing I I couldn't get out of my head for the first half was is is she unlikable or is this supposed to be aspirational? Yeah, and then it clicks, and I, and I think it is supposed to be aspirational. This is yes. This, this is a this is a movie pitched at a plane that is just not my level of existence. Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't read these kinds of books. I don't aspire to be yeah. any of these kinds of people. It's not the kind of life that interests me at all. And no. um, and so it, it it means that the character isn't really losing anything. All I'm doing is just waiting for yeah. the undoing. It is kind of amazing how little drama they want to introduce to this thing. Like, she doesn't yeah. necessarily need to write this book. They've lost no. some of their savings, but it is not implied they're going to be in a lot of trouble as a result. No. And... They're still getting massive residual checks every quarter. And even the friend, supportive black friend, for some reason they felt the need to throw in the line. You know, I don't need an eye for my kids because I'm only working three days a week. Yeah. They threw that line in there just to let you know that not even her friend is like having any real problems right now. Everything's fine. Yeah. With everyone. And it's just, 
it felt very hallmark. It's like this is meant yes. to give you an untroubled Sunday yeah. afternoon. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. Everyone's still <laughs> operating well within their their remits. Yeah, their everyone's of. fine. The kids are fine. It's yeah. just we're gonna have a bit of a sexy adventure, and it's very strange. But it is. I think the idea is to keep you guessing. Mm. And I think the Black Swan comparison I made earlier is apt in as much as that movie is also trying to blur the line between fact and fiction. Yes. And you're never completely sure what's really happening. No. And what's in the character's head. But that movie works because it's a character study and a mediation yep. on the nature of artistic obsession, which means it doesn't matter if it's real or not because the mm. plot is not what you're here for. It's to experience what the main yes. character is experiencing. And she is experiencing all of this. Yep. And it's the experience that matters. Yes. This is a twisty whodunit with fairly uninteresting and uninvolving characters and no big theme that they're exploring. Yes. So the plot is all you really have. And so giving the audience false clues mm. is just going to frustrate them. And because the plot is basically metafiction, um, yeah. it has led to this decision for all of the dialogue to be on the nose oh, ex- exposition. It's the worst um, and so which, which, bizarre in places, sometimes yeah. amusingly. It's it's dark place levels of insight at times. It's just baffling, <laughs> like baffling shallowness, and it just yeah. it just means none of the characters are relatable. Um, and anything that's meant to tug at the heartstrings or make you worry is just driving a wedge yeah. between you and the characters. Yeah. As soon as Charlotte starts flipping out at dinner, I yeah. weirdly turn on her. <laughs> I, I get the impression this is meant to be a big. Oh, she's being gaslit right now. Yeah. But I don't know if she is. I don't yeah. know if what she's feeling is real or she's just being crazy. Yeah. And. If she's allowing her writing to get her to a point where she's screaming at her in front of her children, then that's bad. And she shouldn't yeah. be doing that. And she should try and seek help. We need and I don't m- feel that sympathetic. No, we needed more shots of her writing and getting frustrated rather than just her yeah. lying on the sofa with a pen in her mouth. Like, hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Everything's so idyllic. It really did feel yeah. like lifestyle porn for the most yeah. part, but with an edgy thriller in there. Yeah. It, just the... the the what it had going for it, I would say, mm. is yeah the, the fact that it did did hold everything back. Every time um, Charlotte left a scene and it was just the nanny left there and she was you know folding yeah. a shirt or just looking at herself or whatever, yeah. I, I was suddenly sitting up and looking and just waiting to see if there'd be a a dropping <laughs> character if she was going to do okay. something. But the, the fact yes. that she continued to to behave in that way kept it did keep me guessing and it did make me uneasy yes you didn't know who the threat was yeah and and i guess it's just whenever the movie just lets lets us sit with the mystery yeah i think it worked rather than had had a a funny quippy thing to say or try to over over egg the pudding you know i'd say it's it's better in the third act yeah it's better in the third act when it gets crazy Mm. and there are some so bad it's good moments um because you know the writing's terrible and there's some very interesting bad acting especially from davy um but by and large it's a bit of a miss as a good movie and kind of as a bad one very long yeah katie watched the first half of it and asked me if it was worth watching the second half Mm. and all i could say was i mean if you've watched the first half you should watch the second because at least you'll have gotten something out of it yeah it may seem like the sunk cost theory but genuinely all the stuff that's worth seeing is in the second half so if you've already suffered through the first you can at least try and get some of those hours back by laughing yourself through the final half hour or so yeah (laughs) <laughs> but that's that's pretty much it. I just yeah, it didn't, it didn't do very much for me, unfortunately. <laughs> no, it's a shame, isn't it? It's um, there's there's an interesting premise in there, but it all feels a bit half baked. I'd have loved to have seen this yeah. better worked on and a bit you know done. more thoroughly developed. I'd, I'd have been more interested done. in seeing the writing being being the main focus and and having yeah. f- fiction and real life blend, um, mm. which you know is is what I did to great effect in my novel docket. Um, <laughs> Was that available? Um, oh, pretty much everywhere. You just type type in Dockhead apropos of nothing, and and you'll get a copy <laughs> on your doorstep. Um, oh fuck yeah, mate! Yeah. Um, but and that's I'd have probably been more interested in seeing like the struggles of a writer, and you know, not just her sitting there going, mm, writing is hard, but yeah, but ha- have more like fucking Jack Torrance, <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, just just get really ugly about it, and yeah. you know, then the, the ideal can become less ideal. And like less idyllic, and that would be great. Yeah. But the the, oh, the whole hired a nanny, and she seems sweet, but she's devious and and sexy has just been so. Yeah. It's done, you know. It's. Yeah. I can't. Terry Pratchett always said, if there you can only have one, you know, you can 
share ideas than only one movie about a time machine uh, one story about a time machine so you don't it's not like the fact that many stories like this has been done but the, just the specifics mm. I've, I've treaded this yeah. ground so often yeah exactly it's all very familiar yeah. and it's, it would have been harder to um eke out a a new take on all of this but the the idea of yes an author the thing is even the idea of author loses track of what's real and what's not feels done i'm trying to think of specifically what it is and it's not just twixt or dockhead or dockhead the brilliant dockhead yeah there's there's other stuff out there but yeah it's just it does feel like ground that we've covered so i don't know quite where i would take this yeah. i like the idea that the line is blurred between whether or not uh, chris and davis is the sort of prey of a, ha- a handle you know hand that rocks the cradle style mm. usurpation or the predator who is projecting her insecurities onto this young woman and is maybe a threat mm. to her yeah that was maybe an angle that i could have done with seeing explored and the sexual aspect the fact that davis was you know getting off on the power struggle and that is why yeah. we could have done with someone a different uh, lead would have been great yeah for that to really get across the idea that this might be someone who's a bit of a a domineering presence. Davis has trouble commanding the scene. Yeah. In a way that doesn't just feel like proactive soccer mom. Yeah. So you'll bring the cakes next week, right? Right? <laughs> Passive. Like, yeah. Tainting everything. Sure, pass- I can do that. Passive aggression. <laughs> sure, I can do that. Sure. Great. <laughs> Which could be done. You know, that yeah, could also be that, done Even well, that could be but... interesting. Yeah. Look at WandaVision. <laughs> Look at WandaVision. The new uh, <laughs> band I've got. Ugh. Let's quick fire. Quick fire. I like the look of the bookshop at the beginning. Where oh, yeah. all the books are on sale. After many shots of the ocean, which incidentally is not a movie that centers itself on the ocean or no, water in any kind of way. It at all, yeah. N- not at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the bookshop that we then pan to looks very nice. A blo- Bloody Mary and quiche pool. That gave me a nauseous, like, premonition <laughs> feeling in my gut. Oh, yeah. That mm, was mixing awful. spirits and milks. <laughs> Oh, I love how much egg is going to be involved in this <laughs> in this wine experience. It was like the sh- the scampi and champagne debacle. <laughs> Basket of champagne scampi gets delivered. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, original score by Drum and Lace. Okay. Didn't notice the score at all, but I like that name. That's a good mm. name. Nice. Drum and Lace. <laughs> oh yeah, Drum and Lace. Yeah, I get it now. Um, yeah. I thought you said Drum and Lace, but it's Drum and Drum and Lace. lace. Hi, I'm Drum and Lace. <laughs> Drummond, come over here at once. I can't. You're pregnant with my child now. My genitals need seeing to. <laughs> um, to go back briefly to the ocean, that it cuts yep. to the ocean about three quarters of the way through, and it gave me real like Antichrist vibes of oh, nature's <laughs> nature is a tempest. You should fear it and fear what it says about human nature. And a temptress. And a temptress. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It didn't tie into anything after that, but it was, it was probably one of the most effective <laughs> bits of the movie for me. Fuck yeah. I love that. It didn't really... It was really out of place, but it was very effective. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. In a better movie, it would have been spot on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I did enjoy Charlotte, Chris, uh, Kristen Davis constantly saying yay, especially in the erotic scenes. It was just very amusing. Yes! Yay! Aw. Wow. That's <laughs> good for her. Um, I, I like the idea of her smoking a cigar. You know, I don't think she embodied it mm. that well enough. But yeah, it, mm. she she was holding it Boots like a, a cigar. She was holding it like it was a cigarette holder. Um, right. But but I like the idea. You know, we've been rewatching mm. Battlestar Galactica, and Starbuck knows oh, how yeah. to smoke a fucking cigar. She, Fuck yeah. You know, like legs wide, um, <laughs> just like honkering over her her legs, just chewing on a big old stogie. Um, yeah. I, I guess the way it could have had her like make cigar smoking her own and she could do it in a feminine mm. way and, and but it didn't feel like it she didn't feel like the character yeah. actually belonged with that cigar. Yeah, it was nice a little idea. out of place. Nice That's idea. a nice idea. I like it. Um okay, I'm gonna have my favourite scene in the movie. Okay. Which is she needs reassurance. She's just seen some young boobs and she <laughs> comes to her husband mm. and says, What do you think about plastic surgery? And he <laughs> He just says to her, Honey, mm. what do you think about women who get plastic surgery? What do you mean, fake boobs? You mean fake boobs? <laughs> like, not quite in that voice, but it's lovely and, and blunt. Yeah. And just, you mean fake boobs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and she says something else, and then... She, well, she's like, no, like, something else. I mean other things. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And she, he's like, you mean like a fake ass? A fake butt? Yeah. I love your ass. <laughs> yeah. Like a fake butt? <laughs> 
I love your ass. And what? this this lovely, beautiful Valentine's Day card situation yeah. then transitions into his little speech about what he loves most about her. Yeah. And you have the most creative and intuitive mind that I've ever interacted with. Poetry. Yeah. It's- I, I liked that because it was sort of strawmanning how men feel or what they know about plastic surgery, but it was also kind <laughs> oh, of believable. It was believable, but his little speech was so a woman has written this man's dialogue. Yeah, it was yeah. just the best. I loved it. And I, I did. It's a good opportunity because me, all men watch this movie and imagine if all men were written like this guy. That's how. That's the situation yeah. women have been in for the past hundred years of female yeah. character writing. Yeah, Christ. <laughs> It's it's like bottom. It's like when you tell people about it now. It's, it sounds like yeah. the worst thing I've ever heard, Paul. Yeah. It's about two misogynists who hate each other and uh, <laughs> they, they fight all the time and shit and fart. Yeah. I think Men Moving Badly has the same issue as bottom is that people think, oh, it's probably a vindication of those things and of yeah. those characters. It definitely yeah. isn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it was horrible. Um, when the husband is telling Kristen about how he fucked up mm. the first time, it's sort of... He, it fast forwards through his explanation because mm. it's, it's irrelevant. He fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And, and she barely cares. <laughs> but, how much did you but lose? I, I like how it just. Yeah. <laughs> oh, three million dollars. Oh, you! You absolute scamp. Give me the rest of your cigar. Yeah. You're not having you that. <laughs> yeah. But I like. Yeah, I liked the sort of montage of, yeah. like, of explanation that happened. Um, I did enjoy the very brief conversation between. Um. Charlotte and her supportive black friend. Mm. And she discusses the nature of having an employee under her and the sort of sexual aspect to it. And oh. that she feels that she could request that she do anything and she mm. would do it. In this strange sexual servant type of way, I feel like she would do whatever I asked her to do to me. You know, that was interesting. It was an interesting mm. little insight into her mind. And I like seeing a main character indulging in the dark side. Mm. I like the idea that you know, maybe it occurred to her that maybe she just has complete control over this person, and yeah. that turns her on, and that's interesting. It's something I don't, I haven't seen portrayed an awful lot. You know, mm. a woman in a position of power suddenly turned on by an underling. That's yeah, something I'd quite like to see. So yeah, it was a hint at a better movie. Yeah, nice. Yeah, this, there was something rough and ready about that closet fumble. She she does go oh Ooh, yeah, and it's Charlotte, but. They're, you know, they're, yeah. they're quite rough, and then she turns, she turns around, and she's, you know, she wants to be taken from behind, yeah. and that was, yeah, yeah, that was, that was quite erotic, yeah. I thought, and it was. I think I described it as an awkward fuck in the pantry. <laughs> no, the the larder. That was right. That's got it funnier than that. A rough fuck in the larder. Who directed Drowning by Numbers? That's that's how that would be explained. <laughs> green away. That. Yeah, that's a green away <laughs> explanation of that scene. Yeah. Great, so fucking poetic. <laughs> Um, I find it very funny the uh, Charlotte walk that Grace affects when she pretends to be her having killed. <laughs> oh, look at friend. me! I'm Charlotte. <laughs> it is like that. She's just like swaying about, like really, like yeah. they're like, oh, nothing really bothers me. Everything is great. <laughs> it's really funny how yeah. shitty she manages to make a walk. Like. Yeah, I'm Ned Flanders. <laughs> I have a big stupid mustache and black. <laughs> um, the 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 wine and the bowl of salad when the dad's cooking dinner suggested oh, yeah. a lovely rich meal. There was something about oh. it and the lighting that made me think, oh, there's going to be Cypher's going to be there, and he's going to say ignorance <laughs> is bliss as he chomps on a delicious bit of steak. <laughs> Do you know what? Every time I eat a uh, eat a steak, always fucking think of that line. Pretty much every time a bit of a bit of rare yeah. meat goes into my mouth, Fuck um, yeah, I mate. just get a little ignorance is bliss. Shut up, brain. Just let me enjoy the steak. It's difficult enough already morally. I'm already tripped, like crippled Look, by dissonance. It's very much the thing, the thin end of the w- of the wedge. There, that's just you know, our brains are just a terrible mess of cobwebs and things that we've seen. We're gonna just be absolutely insane by the time we get to fifty. Yeah. Anything we do will invoke twenty film lines. <laughs> we're gonna be like an Alan Moore novel ourselves. Someone will need a glossary to figure out what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> in any one moment. Way ahead of you. <laughs> um, I really enjoy when she goes to visit the aunt. Mm. She has this, you know, very obviously telegraphed "I'm crazy" kind of thing of talking yeah. to herself. I've got to say though, I did enjoy the alter ego voice that she oh, has. Oh yes, yeah, that's really gruff. Just sort of why I oughta. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> You're not from around here, are you? Mm, Christ, here we go again. You're a bum, babe. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was very fuck me vicar, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know what that means. The exorcist. Oh, right, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, sucks cocks in hell. Yeah. Yeah. I it just was thought great. it was cute as a kid and then it, and then it <laughs> outgrew her. <laughs> Nobody corrected her, though. It was too awkward. Yeah. Aw. No, no, she'll <laughs> work this out on her own. Um, I, she's spying on Grace at one point and then it cuts to mid-conversation with the publicists, mm. which I liked. Oh, um, yeah. She, she's in that m- moment completely, um, uh, completely absorbed in it. And yeah. then she's back in that moment during the present scene. But mm. the cut to the present scene happened without us knowing about it, which mm. is great. Okay, here's a line. One thing you should know about me, Tom, is I'm completely insane. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, that was schlock. That was that was perfect. I needed it, more of that. It was prefaced by a very Scott Pilgrim. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's actually hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually hilarious. <laughs> uh, after the husband tries to do some sex with, with her uh, when, she's, <laughs> when she's writing. Bit of sex. Yeah. Come on, love, let's do some sex. Um, she's like, no, I've got to write. And he's like, oh, okay. It leaves her alone. But her hair is ruffled in place, and it just sticks there. And it's very amusing. Um, <laughs> and she's like, okay, back to writing. Uh, but haystacks. Um, <laughs> giant haystacks is there. Giant haystacks was on her head. <laughs> Shit. Disguising himself as a hairdo, as a bonnet. What a wonder she's not getting as anything written. Yeah, <laughs> massive nightmare, mate. Massive old English man around. Massive old dead English man <laughs> hanging around in her hair. You remember when that happened to you? That was <laughs> unreal. Oh, I got very little done that afternoon, mate. <laughs> My own mum didn't recognise me. <laughs> oh, when um after the after she passes out after maybe but maybe not but probably definitely seeing Grace and her husband doing a fuck. Yeah. Um, or like lick, having a belly button lick. Mm. Um, when she goes to dinner the next day, and the dad is quite terse and the music is quite ominous. Mm. Um. I, like the next but obviously ridiculous and very enjoyable but the it was quite ominous and uh yeah. and uneasy yeah absolutely mm. yeah spooky stuff my last one is um it's that when the dad gets cut up in the shower it looks pretty good yeah There's gashes in his stomach and the blood spreading yeah. everywhere it was pretty horrible mm. and uh yeah i think that was that was good i <laughs> enjoyed that yeah. fuck yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah i i i enjoyed that as well Mm. Um, she had some big old uh, slashes in his dad belly. Yeah. Yeah. When he came out of the shower, I, I looked at his body and thought, "Well, that's a dad bod. I don't want that to get stabbed up." But it's gonna get stabbed up. It's gonna get stabbed up. Yeah. There's very little we're gonna do about it. Yeah, and she's not gonna lift a finger. I could have done, but I didn't. <laughs> um, if 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 you could sample the mm. three quarters of the way through waves crashing. Uh, scene just for the music. I okay. I can't. I can't remember what time it was. I'm afraid, but you probably. Uh, it's be able Netflix. To find it I can probably scan. Yeah. yeah. The music was quite alarming. The the aunt. Yeah, a very interesting depiction and performance. Um, <laughs> yeah. When when she kicks the dog and she goes to f- then she goes over to fill the bowl, mm. and I thought she was just going to slop it down on the table and start shoveling it into her mouth. And the right. thought that she could have done that feel, uh, <laughs> was was both offensive but also uh, amusing. Okay, three three moments: two in the last scene, and then okay. uh, one really interesting bit of storytelling. So in the in a final fight, she uses a blender to rip out some of Gracie's hair, which I oh, thought yeah. was great. She gets caught in there and she turns it on, and it like rips off some of the scalp yeah which is lovely um <laughs> oh yeah fuck when she smashes grace over the head with the vase it blacks out and then there's a hard cut to back in the room it's kind of pointless because she didn't pass mm. out herself but it was <laughs> but it was effective that was like good that um, i don't care about the point if it makes me go before yeah. i can think about it nice and then finally there's a moment where Kristen davis is driving after not none too subtly escaping from being mm. from her police interrogation at the hospital yeah and um she's kind of imagine imagining how everything <laughs> transpired with grace getting all the information yes. and there's a moment where you know she's spying on she, she's trying to get stuff from the, the yeah. nanny hiring company and she's looking at the screen and um which is set up payoff and mm. um to see when she comes back and then when she doesn't get offered a job she's really rude to her and just burns the bridge yeah. but then we see it again, and it's Kristen Davis revising yeah. how she thinks it transpired based on what she understands or assumes about Grace. Yeah. And then she, she, in this vision, she's way more palatable, much sweeter, and, yeah. and it, it just way sneakier. 
Mm. That was just, that was really interesting. It took me a second mm. to realize why that was happening, and yeah, I found that quite satisfying. Yeah, good stuff. Brilliant. Okay, well, that's all of our good things. But what about the OG team? Oh, Ooh. Oh, oh, OG team. OG, OG team. OG team is the OG team. <laughs> OG Never team is OG team. OG team. Bring all it all back to OG team. <laughs> calculated that so it was just enough not like uh, <laughs> s club seven song uh don't stop moving in the in the, in the disco <laughs> don't uh, stop moving oh your team <laughs> is grooving okay we've got one so, okay uh, yeah going over to twitter the twitter account deadly illusions film oh no oh yes uh, yeah just <laughs> just sends a gif uh with a little girl saying i there are too many things or i have too many things let me actually find it i have way too many uh, in response to our request for good things what are they? Tweet. What are they? Tell us the, tell us the good things. Tell Get us what you like about the film. Yeah. Because maybe you wanted me to reply and say continue, but uh, <laughs> busy man. I had, oh, God. Had what, if, film. what if even the account is saucy and just kind of, oh. you know, a bit of a minx trying to tempt you in? tell you. You should Ooh. find out for yourself. Uh-oh. By watching yeah. this movie. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. I, I appreciate you doing the work and seeing who's talking about your movie. Um, <laughs> I hope it's not the director. I hope it's just yeah. nameless Netflix um, social media worker. In which case, God bless you. Yeah. If if we can continue to behind to behind, if we can continue to hide behind the podcast, not having to <laughs> actually, you know, dis- discuss this with any of the people involved in making the movie, that would be great. But we will, if push, <laughs> we will just dig in our heels like we did with Invasion Planet Earth. <laughs> Look. We justified ourselves well there, just about. Yeah. And then he subsequently offered a follow-up message, and I got angry about it because I had already gone to the effort of articulating myself quite well on the matter, I thought. Yeah. And so I got mad that he was expecting a sort of pressy version. You know, yeah. I sat through your film. You know, at least sit through me being an asshole for an hour. <laughs> so, yeah. Look, it, it's, yeah, we've, we've set our piece on the film, and I'll, I'll stand by my opinion. But, hey, thanks oh, for sure. making it and, you know, taking part in the wider conversation. I hope you'll... Take some of our... If it is you, director of this movie, I hope some of what we've said has been helpful. And I'm looking forward to Sinister Sorority. And don't worry about the jokes, because we'd make them about ourselves if we weren't watching this film. We never say anything worse about the movies than we say about ourselves, publicly. Pretty much unable (laughs) to be sincere. Absolutely. Except for you, OG team, you're the best. Yeah. And we absolutely love you. And this wasn't a good movie. <laughs> well, that's it for the OG team, but let's do the one better thing really, really quickly. The one better thing. Um, I've got two. Bunny Lake is Missing, also preming a film about a woman who loses her daughter at school um, and is then gaslit hmm. to believe she maybe didn't have a daughter in the first place or that she didn't come to school that day. Um, really good movie. It's got Laurence Olivier in it um, investigating the case. Carol Lindley is fantastic as the woman. Kia du- Duella. Mm. Have you seen him in a movie that wasn't 2001 A Space Odyssey? You have now. You watch this. Um, <laughs> Idiots. And Noel Coward is in it. It's this creepy old man and it's great. So yeah, ah, cool. really interesting film. The other one is Shirley. It's a Josephine Decker uh, movie came out last mm. year. It's a movie about Shirley Jackson and her time uh, writing the novel um, Hangs a Man. If that's how you pronounce it. Mm. But it's more importantly, it's just about her life. Um, her fantastic... It's, she's played by Elizabeth Moss really well. Yeah. Uh, Michael Stuhlberg is her husband and he's fantastic. Um, yeah, it was a really good film just about the sort of tensions. Yeah. And yes, it does blur that thing between, you know, what is she writing and what is actually happening in real life. And there's a bit of a saucy, yeah. very coquettish sort of um, uh, relationship thing going on there. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Sexy lesbian stuff. Mm. We've got Ammonite, oh, obviously. Yeah. Uh, that came to mind. Handmaiden came to mind, but I'm pretty sure you've talked about this at length uh, multiple times. Oh, yeah. Uh, so don't, don't need me to add anything. <laughs> um, I thought of Primal Fear. Uh, I can't tell you why. That's <laughs> no no point. Um, and um, He Loves Me Not, which is another film I think I've, I've recommended, unfortunately, which Ooh. is a great Audrey, uh, Audrey Tortu movie. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Two perspectives of her falling, meeting and falling in love with this guy. Very um, good. It's yeah, it's 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 really great, really interesting. Yeah, and uh, yeah, probably watch Barton Fink as well for the writing. Oh, Barton the, Fink. The, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Very good That's film. A, I mean, fucking great Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, uh, really super. About a writer in a relationship to his work. God, I haven't seen that in a while. That's Same. one of my favorite Coens. But yeah, I need Marvelous. to watch for sure. Okay, great. Those were the one better things. Paul, how can those lovely people out there find out more about all the Paul action that there is in the world? Fuck 
yeah twitter facebook ogt pod at gmail.com uh we we have a patreon where for as little as a dollar a month you get exclusive access to exclusive sneak peek preview content or something that and little. uh We've uh, we've just released a, a lengthy discussion on plot holes. What's the mm. point? How much do we hate people who who dwell on them? And then we dwell <laughs> on them a bit. And uh, this this week we are releasing uh, the first part of another uh, story time saga. <laughs> yes, it's, I'm looking forward to. Oh and, yeah, this is gonna be um, great. It, it's it's <laughs> gonna be great. Patreon is now taking care of the merch side of things, so we're gonna Ooh. start introducing some merch for our <gasps> patrons. If you uh, want a mug with our tired, exhausted, uh, <laughs> rictus grin faces on, or if or if you want uh, a t-shirt that will get you a like from Audi's Twitter page, then uh, <laughs> maybe becoming a patron is is the right way to go. Is it no extra cost to it. you? It's just a thank you for your for your endless support. Thank you endless. so so much, and thank you so much to everyone who who listens here. Yeah, it's just it's just marvelous, and I yeah. think you'll all you're all just the best. Firm you're handshakes best. for any one of you. I get on my doorstep and clap. I'm Paul Clap. I'm, I'm Paul. <laughs> and remember, the one good thing about deadly illusions is that the last 30 minutes is actually quite fun. Yay. Yeah.